there really is only one way to start the show. Absolutely. This is how we're going to do it. Yep. Slow ride. Take it easy. I apologize, folks. We did, I'm sorry, but I, that song. I, I forgot to tune in before we started recording. Yeah. That song. Ever since I saw this movie back in 90, I guess it would have been about 94 because it came out in 93. Yeah. I didn't see it in theaters because it only played in just a few. No, this was this was a straight to. This was a, it, you know, it played in, it played here. It played at the Bell Court. I remember that. Yeah. And, but it was only here for like a couple weeks. And I had just, I had read all kinds of reviews about this movie. Absolutely. And they were all just like, oh, this is such a good movie. This is, you know, this is going to be one of those things that in the future, you know, this is like the future of movies, you know, indie movies and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And then when I finally actually saw the movie, it was one of those few, one of the, the two times that I have finished watching the movie. Turn around, rewatch it Rewound it and, and watched it immediately again. And... Oh, for those of you who don't know, we're talking about Dazed and Confused Dazed. today. So. All right, all right, all right. So, anyways, before we really get into this, I am, welcome to the uh, Project Gen X podcast. <laughs> I am Alan Smith, along with I'm the resident fat guy, Big Dave. <laughs> there we go, and uh, yeah, like I said, we're going to be talking about Dazed and Confused. I love this movie. I have seen this movie countless times. Get out your bell bottoms, folks. Oh man, this and the soundtrack. Look, break out the the woodshop paddles. I am. I will be the first one to tell you. I am not a huge fan of classic rock. Okay, but that's an understatement. And I say that because I just got so burnt out on it. You're not. Over the you're years. not a fan okay. of mainstream classic yeah, rock. Well, but this soundtrack. Is very mainstream classic rock. Well, this, okay, this is I mean, what you would hear on the radio during right. that time period in the seventies. This is, and I'm going to pull it up right here because I have the soundtrack and I have worn the soundtrack out. Man. Oh yeah, it. I mean, it's. It, I, was, I, I was listening to it on the way over here. It's such a good soundtrack of uh, of just this. Some movies are. <laughs> some movies have soundtracks because they think. They can trade on nostalgia. This movie isn't trying to trade on nostalgia. This movie is trying. This to... movie is trying to say mood. Okay, here is the here is the first. There's two soundtracks: a volume one and a volume two. Yeah, the first. There really one, should have been a volume three. Yeah, well, the first one, and, and there's not a bad song on either one of them. Yeah. Here's the first. Here 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 is the soundtrack to um, um, uh, to Dazed and Confused. Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo by Rick Derringer. Yeah. Slow Ride by Foghat, which I was just singing. Yeah. Uh, Badly, school, I may say. Yeah, my head's <laughs> No doubt on that. School's Out by Alice Cooper. Lots of Alice Cooper. Uh, Jim Dandy by Black Oak, Arkansas. I actually have some vinyl of Black Oak, really? Arkansas that Tony's dad gave me. Tush by ZZ Top. Oh, yes. Love Hurts by Nazareth. Yes. Stranglehold by Ted Nugent. Yes. Cherry Bomb by The Runaways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fox on the one, Fox on the Run by Sweet, Low Rider. Oh, I forgot about yeah, that. One. Low Rider yeah. by War. There's a lot of War on this album. Tuesday's Gone, Leonard Skinner. Skinnerd. Uh, Highway Star by Deep Purple. Yep. Rock and Roll All Night by Kiss, and the last one is Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Yes. This is just Volume One. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, Go ahead, read me off volume two. I'm going to have to find that one because I thought I had that one. Really? But I don't. So I'm just going to go over here in my hand dandy. Going to go the magic. Jim dandy. <laughs> going to the magic witch box. So, uh, but yeah, this, uh, this movie, Richard Linklater, uh, I think he wrote it. I know he directed it. I think he wrote it. It's also. a link letter. Yeah. It is a, it is a rich, it's it's this a, was his. It's more of a mainstream link link letter, actually. Again, I'm going to have to look this up. Um, the um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Dazed and confused. Spotify actually has a Dazed and Confused soundtrack in order of movie um, release. Like the song as it came out in the movie. Hold on. There is a... There's some Edgar Winter in here. Yeah, that's that's on the second. I think you have a Frankenstein, isn't it? No, uh, no, no, no. It's Free Ride. That's not Edgar Winter. That's... No, Edgar Winter. The it's free ride. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Not a not slow ride. Yeah, sorry. don't make me. Um, sorry. Um, Frampton, Foghat. I think all of that is head, volume two. Head east. People forget about head east. Hold on. Sorry, folks. Yeah, I know this is. I'm just gonna look. Okay. Volume, come on, soundtrack, soundtrack. This is what we get for not soundtrack. doing research before. Well, the thing is, I thought I had this because I know at one point I had. Oh yeah, I'm editing the crap out of this. Um, <laughs> at, at one point, I had. Um, you had both. Here of we them. are. I had both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay, it's called "Even More Dazed and Confused." That's what. It, that's uh, why I couldn't find it. There you go. Okay, free ride, Edgar Winter. No more Mr. Nice Guy. I got some more Alice Cooper. Um, Living in the USA, Steve Miller Band. Uh, Never Been Any Reason by Head East. Uh, Why Can't We Be Friends by War. Summer Breeze, Seals and Croft. Right Place, Wrong Time, Dr. John. Uh, Balinese by ZZ Top. Lord Have Mercy on My Soul by Black Hawk, Arkansas. I Just Want to Make Love to You by Foghat. Show Me the Way, Peter Frampton. And Do You Feel Like We Do by Peter Frampton. So it's one of those things you get a, you get multiple songs by the same artist between the two of them. Yeah. Which I, I got no problem with that. It's uh, But yeah, those... Again, you throw either one of those on and... People are going, oh, yeah, this is really good. Wow, this is awesome. And sometimes soundtracks are good, and sometimes they're not. I think that this movie, Daisy and Confused, did a, whoever put this soundtrack together did, did a really awesome job. good job. Anyways, mm-hmm. we were talking about Richard Linkletter. So Richard, Richard Linkletter is from Texas. And... Um, movie was filmed in Austin. It was, it was filmed in Austin. His first movie... Have you seen Slacker? Yeah. His first movie? Yeah. It's okay. It was... A, it was that's weird. all I can really say is it was okay. Like I liked it, and the movie definitely has a southern. There, well, actually, gonna... I guess it was his second movie. What slacker? The fir- yeah, the first one was called "It's Impossible to Learn to Plow by Reading Books." It's probably some little short thing that he did. It's you probably know? a college project. So this was, but this was a slacker was the, and then Dazing and Fuse. And then his next movie was Before Sunrise, which is a great movie. I haven't seen that one. That's, you haven't seen that? No. You haven't seen the Before Trilogy? 
No. Okay. There was before sunrise, before sunset, and before midnight. They all came out roughly 10 years apart. Uh, it's uh, Ethan Hawke and Judy, Julie Delpy. And it's telling the story of I'm these... I'm surprised I've missed that thing because oh, I, I, I like Ethan Hawke. Yeah, this was... The, the first movie takes place, they meet on a train in Europe. Yeah. Uh, he's American, she's French, you know, and they kind of... They meet. They only meet for this one day. They wind up spending. It's one of those things. The whole thing is before midnight or before sunrise because he's catching a plane to go back to these states. Yeah. So you fast forward ten years and it's before sunset. He's a writer. He's written a book about this. You know, he's been and he's back. He's in. Um, I think he's in France. And um, she meets up with him. Like she comes. He's having a book signing. Yeah. And he and she shows up and they. So it's one of those things that. He's supposed to get on a plane to go back. He's married and got a kid and everything, you know, because 10 years has gone by and that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, and then then you have Before Sun or Before Midnight, um, which came out roughly 10 years after that. And we catch up with them 10 years later. And they're not married, but they're together. And they have a couple of kids. And they're kind of dealing with being middle-aged people. And the relationship's kind of falling apart. I need to watch it because I still haven't figured out how to be a middle-aged person. They are they are really good movies. The Criterion Collection just put out a, like all three of them, like yeah. a box set on Blu-ray, and it's really expensive. It's like seventy dollars or something. Ooh. It's got all kinds of extras on it and everything. And we haven't even begun talking about Days and Confused yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> but just talking about Richard Linklater, he did other stuff like, uh, another movie that kind of goes along with this, I'm going to get all this out of the way before we get into the movie. There's oh, a song, yeah. he, there's a movie he did called Everybody Wants Some. Have you seen that one? No. It came out, uh, and it's Honestly, set, it's set in the kinda, early 80s. Slacker kind of put me off a of Linklater. Yeah. Uh, and then Days and Confused came out, yeah. and I was like, okay, I like yeah, He one. also did like School of Rock. Um, he did uh, the Newton Boys. Um, I'm trying to think. He did. He did several movies like that. Boyhood yeah. obviously was the one that he did. Yeah. That, I didn't like Boyhood. I'll be honest. Um, but Everybody Wants Some was a lot of fun. Have you seen that one? No. It's set in the early '80s, and it's kind of got this days. It's it's kind of a spiritual sequel to Days and Confused. Okay, where it's set at this college. These um, these baseball stars you know they're like playing college ball and it's kind of before college actually starts where they're in basically like summer training you know for and dealing with you know all that kind of stuff i think it's set in like 81 or 82 or something so it's a little different this was set in 1976 you know last day of high school 1976 76 the the year of the bicentennial bicentennial you know and and it deals with you know they're getting out of school and, and, and you know, they're like, hey, they got the whole summer in front of them and they're going to be coming back for their senior year. Yeah. You know, they're in. Uh, and they're bringing in the new freshmen. The, the freshmen. They're, they're going over to the eighth grade, basically, because there's this tradition of. Hazing. Hazing, which. Which is very much a, I don't want to say Southern thing, because I experienced no, 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 it no, no, very no, much in not. Illinois, too. Yeah, it's, you know, I never dealt with any of that. It, it, I, now, I, I know plenty of people who talked about having to deal with that kind of stuff you know coming in as freshmen and dealing with the seniors and stuff and i i just there was we didn't have a lot of that at my school i had an advantage coming into high school as a freshman because Mm -hmm. i was already six foot 200 pounds so i'm probably not going to mess with you a whole lot not a whole lot yeah um i think my advantage was the fact that i had been in school with most everybody for years and years prior to going to a a private school but but even being like the new kid moving in and all that you know dealing with that garbage but this thing has, very much has a southern feel to it. It definitely has a t- 
Texas feel to it. Yeah, and and again, it is, uh, and that's where he's from. So right. that's he's drawing off of what he knows. So you you know you've got hazing, um, the stoner aspect. Of this oh movie. well, it's it's funny because this movie deals a lot with not just the stoners but also the jocks. You know, it, the jocks it, and kind of the geeks. Yeah, it deals with all and man the cast. Okay, we're gonna yeah. go through this cast here. Okay, you've got Jason London. Yeah. Which there's Jason and Jeremy London, they're twins. And they, you know, uh I think Jason is the one that's in Mall Rats or was that Jeremy? I think it's Jason. Hold on. I'll tell you. Uh la 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 la. I can never I can never put I'll be do- honest. I'll put a dollar on it, it's Jason. I can never remember because again they are uh no, it was Jeremy. <sighs> Lost a buck. Yep, that hurts. It was Jeremy. It was the it was the other one. Um, okay, so Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I want to check something. I don't think this was his first film role, but this is the one that broke him. That actually, you know what? It is. Here are his credits prior to this. Okay, and one of these I did not know until recently because, and because the first one he was on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Okay. All right, fine. I hope Here he's a was victim. his next one. Okay. He, Matthew McConaughey, was Walk Away Joe in the Trisha Yearwood video. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. And I did not either until a few months ago someone had posted something. And I was like, oh, you know, because I have not seen that video since probably 92 when it came out. I think you know, I maybe I like, saw it once when it yeah, came out. But I did not realize that that was Matthew McConaughey in that video. So this was his film debut it, yeah. uh, as Wooderson. And let's be honest, this is the role he will always be known for. When he won his Oscar yeah. for Dallas Buyers Club, all the right, last thing he said right, at the end of his right. speech was, all right, all right, all right. And it was like, yes, bringing it full circle. Yeah. You know, it's a, And he's gone on to do some great stuff oh, yeah. since then. Um, I've always liked McConaughey. He's in several hey, movies The boy really just love. needs to take a shower. Yeah, he's kind of a hippie. I know. Oh no, a, he's very much a hippie. Yeah. Uh, Have he, you watched True, uh, True Detective? I, I don't don't ask me how I know this, but I, you know all the all the women love the way he looks. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact he stinks to high heaven. Probably. No, uh, I know for a fact. Okay. Uh, have, by the way, I'm like two degrees from Matthew. Yeah, Markham. I know. It's, yeah. Um, have you seen True Detective? It's been a very long, uh, but time. You, but you did see yeah. it. Oh, so good. Okay, so Roy Cro- Roy Cochran was in this. Uh, he played Slater. Yeah. The other thing that you probably know him from is Empire Records. Yep. Um, yep. He played. Um, oh. Yeah, I know. We're what's gonna, his name? I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He was the one who took the money to Atlantic City and lost and it. Lost it and all. Yeah. That's so, what the entire story wraps around. Joey Lauren Adams. Yep. Mila Jovovich. That's right. I'd forgotten about that. Adam Goldberg. Multi pass. Adam Goldberg. Yeah. Anthony Rapp. Oh. He was in Rent. Yeah. He was in, um, like, he was in Rent, like, on Broadway. Yeah. He was in um, um, Road Trip. That, that's it. He's the one that brought down Kevin Spacey. I didn't he, know yeah. that. Let's see. Marissa Rubisi was in it. That's Giovanni Rubisi's sister. She's been in some oh, other stuff since then. Okay. That's the redhead. 
Uh, yeah, she was the one that that Wooderson was hitting on. Yeah, you know, they, I get I get older, they stay the same age. You know, that's uh, kind of creepy. No, that, but that whole thing, I got a thing for redheads. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. That guy plays the perfect high school jerk. Here is the thing about that role of of O'Banion. I watched this movie multiple times. Yeah. Even after Ben Affleck had been in Mallrats and he'd been in Chasing Amy. You didn't realize it was him. Did Matt. not realize it was him. And even, here's the thing that happened. I Like I said, I had watched it several times. I was watching it one night and the the, the end credits, yeah. they go through and it shows a picture of each of them and puts their name out next to it. Yeah. I had just watched the movie. Like, I was finishing up and, you know, they're playing um, uh, Sweet Emotions playing, yeah. you know, and blah, blah, blah. And it says Ben Affleck. And I was I stopped it. I was like, no, it's not. No, yeah, it's not. It is. And like I rewound and was like I was like, oh I did not recognize him. <laughs> Dude, when that when that primer duster comes ripping up through I the know. parking lot and he gets out, I was like, Dude. I, I had I had no clue. I, I just wow. But yeah, O'Banion, man. He <laughs> I mean, he, he is the stereotypical. He every played a high, lot of that. Every high school had one of those. He played a lot of those. Like again in Mallrats. He yeah. played he was he was a jerk, you know, he was heavy, you know. Um let's see. Jennifer Gardner probably should have taken some notes. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Who else is in this? <laughs> who else? You know, uh what's her name is in this. Um You gotta be a little bit more specific. Uh Renee Zellweger is in this movie, uncredited. She's in the parking lot of like when at, when they're pulling all. Of the, she's she's one of the. Uh, oh, Parker Posey is in this also. Forget yeah. about that. Uh, she is um, in the parking lot when they go and they're getting all of the the, the fre- like the freshman girls. Yeah, she's one. She's an extra in that. Yeah. So, uh, but that's that's all you see of her. She doesn't have any lines or any of that kind of stuff. Let's see. I know I'm missing somebody here. I guess maybe that's all of the... That's, that's probably where the... All of the big names. But it was one of those things that all, pretty much all of these people that I just mentioned went on to do other stuff. This ended up being like an all-star cast like later on down the road when they all went out and did something fairly big. Right. you know, And it's one of those things like Parker Posey. She was an indie darling for years oh, yeah. after this movie. You know, with Party Girl and uh, The House of Yes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it was like, yeah, you know, she would show up in a Scream 3 from time to time or in Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. But she mainly was doing indie stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, and no, not a problem. You know, as a matter of fact, she was in his neck in the movie um, Suburbia that came out a few years after this. Yeah. You know? Which, have you seen Suburbia? I don't know. It's hard. It's one of those movies that, like, I've been looking for it for a while on DVD. It was released on DVD, but apparently it was a pretty limited, like, it's been out of print for a while, yeah. and you can't get it. <clears throat> and when you do find one, it's, it's expensive. expensive. Yeah. Kind of like Drop Dead Fred. It's the same way. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's if you find it on DVD, it's expensive because it was out of it's been the, out of print for years. I think the, I found it on VHS at one point mm-hmm. and went, eh, I'll get it later. And that was a mistake. Now, someone we need to talk about here is Wiley Wiggins. Yeah. Do you know who that is? Well, Wiley's the. Um, it's Mitch. Yeah, it's Mitch. Mitch is kind of. We, there is no main character in this movie. It can be argued that it's either Pink or Mitch. Yeah, because 
those are the two characters that we see the most of throughout all of this. They're kind of they're kind of simultaneous main characters, right? Because one's a senior, one's the freshman, right? And they are they interact with each other and, so much. And Mitch's older sister is friends with Pink. Yeah, and she asks him to take actually asks all of them to take it easy on her little brother, which, which of course makes they're it like, worse. oh no, and that's the whole like he's playing that baseball game he's pitching and they're all standing out in left field yep. like and they're yelling at him you like just knowing that he knows as soon as this game's over yep. i am getting ready to get to get wailed on with his paddles you know and it's oh, yeah. and it's one of those things that pink kind of takes him under his wing you know he's like hey man don't you know yeah. i had yeah, he tells him like hey i had some i had some uh, he took it he, he took he his took licks it. he said i took my licks he said but yeah. hey, he's like i had some cool seniors because they they all you know they all you know gave me my licks but then they went out and got me drunk afterwards you know and yeah. so it's kind of one of those like i will come get you and we'll, we'll i'll take don't worry about it you know he kind of beca- takes him under his wing becomes yeah, he his mentor he does you know and it's one of those things that the other subplot that's going on is that pink he's going to be the starting quarterback is the starting quarterback oh yeah he's a starting quarterback but they're looking at a senior year of like maybe winning state yeah and the coach is trying to get everyone to sign a reliability form. Right. Basically saying they're not going to drink or do drugs. Or and, do anything illegal right, that could possibly yeah. jeopardize the chance right, of right, us right. going to state. Now, and that's the other thing. Wooderson is an, is older. He went to the same high school as yep. them. He's been out of school for a little while. He's got a job and that kind of stuff. But he still hangs out with the high school kids. I work with the city, man. Yeah, that's right. He works for the water department, doesn't he? Or something like that. No, he just says he works, works with the, the city. city. But it's one of those things where... I, I he, could go to JC, man, but I could just keep working. That's a little jingle in my pocket. I know. It's like it's, it's keep on keeping on. Just keep like, it on, keep it on. But it's one of those things where he's that older guy that's still hanging out with the high school kids to feel cool. Yeah. You know, it's... You know, and uh, and it really is this this is one of those movies that I love where it takes place all in the course of a day. Yeah. You know. Um, like I said, it starts at the end of as you're letting out of school and it yep. ends the next morning. Yep. You know, because they're on the way to uh, they're on the way to Houston to buy Aerosmith tickets. Yeah. That's the whole thing. And um and, well, those two main storylines split because yes, they Wooderson split. and Pink and that group go right. to Houston to get Aerosmith tickets or Mitch Shows up at home at daybreak. Right. His mom grabs his him at sister, the door. His sister's already been home for hours. Sister ratted him out. I know. And and it's it's one of those things where she's like, I'm going to go easy on you this time, but this is your one pass. Yeah. You know? But that whole thing about laying down on the bed and grabbing the, the headphones, headphones. And he and starts listening to slow, um, it's slow Ride. That's yeah. what it, it is, Slow Ride. I tell, you, I tell you what, it opens up with Sweet Emotion. It ends with Slow, yeah. slow Ride. That's what it is. But yeah, that's but that a, that whole putting on those those headphones, right, right, the, right. Those big, huge, which is why I still have an affinity for those headphones because yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I grew up. I with. had a pair of those for the longest time. What I had the curly the, heart, curly cube cord. Oh yeah, you know, it's and, like, <laughs> and they had like the separate volume controls yep. on each yeah, yeah, earmuff, yeah. so you could like actually if something was out of balance, you could like fix yeah, it kind of. So, but it's just that. It's. I, I still do that occasionally. If I've had a hard day, I'll go back into the bedroom and lay down in the bed and put mm-hmm. my headphones mm-hmm. on and just listen to the music. The one of the other storylines is the it's. Um, let, let me pull up their names. It's it is it's Tony with Anthony Rapp and and Adam Goldberg's Mike and then uh, Cynthia, which is Marissa yeah. uh, Rubisi. And another one that's it's one of those things that again. 
Pink is friends with these guys, and they're kind of they're the the nerdier crew, the, the you know. Geeks, yeah, they yeah. you know, and it's one of those things that that's kind of the through Pink knows everybody. Yeah, because he's like he's like yeah, I'm the captain of the football team. You know, I'm the, the quarterback of the football team, but he I'm did, friends with everybody. He, you know, he it's, doesn't think of himself as better no, than ever. He's, he's just getting through school. You yeah. know, man, and uh, and you know he's yeah he's probably known these people his whole life. Yeah. You know, type stuff, and so he talks to them, and of course. It's of one of those football, things, right? You know, team, they're having, so he's friends with all the jocks. That's he's, right. He's friends with all the stoners. Right. Like so. one of his best friends is like the weed dealer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those things where you know that they're all after, you know, after school, after they've they've uh, you know initiated uh, Mitch, and and they're still trying to get his his two friends, you yeah. know, and it's a they're at the rec center. Yeah, and you know they're playing pool, and they're all talking about the cars, and you know, and and all this stuff. Dude, and that high school parking lot was a car show. Oh, I know. I I, know, I, I, I know. doubt there was any high school in America that oh, had I know, that I know, many. I know that it's just. I don't know. Maybe in Texas in the seventies, you never I, I, know. Yeah, you know, maybe. it's. A, but in that opening scene, there's actually two Plymouth Furies oh, know, sitting I, there, right yeah. side by side. Yeah. So you've got like double Christines in the wrong color. <laughs> so they're you know all that kind of stuff, but they decide that they're going to have a beer bust at the Moon Tower, you know, yeah. and so that everybody's moving that towards that way. So you get a good portion of the movie where it's everybody going to the Moon Tower. Well, there was going to be a party. The, oh yeah, the guy gets busted. His parents stay home. They were going out of town, and then yeah, yeah and the, then they didn't. And people were going to the, the party. beer delivery guy showed up way too early, right. and the dad decided <laughs> we're not going anywhere. And so that that's left, a great scene where he's trying to get the guy to like, like no, you got the wrong address. It's like, <laughs> yeah. And it, 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 of course, that kills the party. So now there's right. there's this period of time where everybody's just trying to figure out. And it's just a lot of. Like we talked about in our, mm-hmm. our cruising episode, it's just people cruising around. There is, yeah, car they're, hopping. They're at the listening uh, to music. They're at the uh, the, the drive-in, the drive-in, you know, or the, the drive-in diner. I well, should say, tasty freeze. Yeah, it's basically you know, a tasty freeze, right? You know, and different stuff, and that's and, and so they've decided, hey, since the party's a bust, we're gonna we're gonna throw the party at the what they call the Moon Tower, yeah. you know. And so it's you know they're they're going there, and that's where most of the rest of the movie happens. Yeah, of the interactions of you know different people here and there, and. And it just, uh, but I mean, this feels so much like real life for me because oh, that was. It's like it, I mean, that was you know, you get out of school. What are you doing? I don't know. You want to go ride around? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. we'll ride around. Yeah, so exactly. you're you're out. You're riding around. You're listening to music. You run into other people. People change cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might see you here. We'll talk mm-hmm. to you later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's. Uh, I kind of miss those days. Yeah, yeah. It's before cell phones and yeah. you know all that kind of stuff. Everybody in this thing had a CB in their car. You yeah, know, like you got to see yeah, one used true. once. I, you know, I had CBs in my cars. Right. And yeah, and we, we got to say, you know, Ben Affleck's O'Banion gets his comeuppance. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and gets it good too. Yeah. I mean, it's it's embarrassing in front of everybody, and you know he breaks his paddle and and wrecks his car and leaves. And you the know. best line of this, well, I guess he finally got his paint job. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he's just such a you know that's that's one of the jerk. things he's such a jerk throughout all of it, and that's one of the things they keep saying like all those guys you know Mitch and his friends they keep saying he's such an asshole. You know, it's like every yeah. time O'Banion's such an asshole. It's, it's all he keeps saying. So, but he keeps hanging. You know, he hangs around in the group. Right. He's in the group, and also the fact that one nobody, of the lines nobody likes him. No, and one of the lines is that's dropped is that he failed. He was a senior. Yeah, and he failed. 
and he's coming back yeah. the next year, and he's basically going back in for the freshman, and he can't wait for it, you know, type yeah. stuff. And which I'm just like, yeah, this guy is a loser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's a uh, – now, what's funny is when he catches one of the kids – they're chasing them after school. Yeah. And they get to the house and he catches one of them. And no, he caught Mitch and he caught Carl. Yeah. And Carl's, and Carl's mom, mom opens the door with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I was just helping them get home. Yeah. That was <laughs> and what's funny is that would have been my house. Uh-huh. <laughs> Some, one of my parents would have opened the door with a gun yeah. and been like, you need to beat it. Right. <laughs> there, 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 there are some great scenes in this movie. Um, the it's funny because I thought we could talk more about this. <laughs> it's just it's one of those. This is a comfort movie. It for me. really is. It's one of those movies that that like I said, I have seen it this countless one. times, and I can just I want to watch a movie. What I'm going to watch, I don't know. I'm just throwing days and confused. There, there's three movies that are comfort movies right. for me. That I've had a hard day, and I need something to watch, and I need something to kind of cheer me up. Mm-hmm. Days and confused. Mm-hmm. Almost famous. Okay. Top Gun. Okay. Almost. Well, Top Gun wouldn't be on mine. No, I know uh, it wouldn't. But, you know, Almost Famous may not be on that either. As much as I love that movie, it's a long movie for one thing. Yeah. But it's. It's kind of. It's a heavy movie on top of it all. You know, I mean, it. It uh, It is, but. It's it, something about it. It's yeah, something no, about, I get it. It's something about the feel. It's I get it. It's, about it's the, that whole. It's that again. It's kind of like almost famous and Days and Confused have a lot in common in the fact that they they're about the same era of music. Yeah, by and large. I, I really think I'm kind of an. I may have been born in the seventies, <laughs> but let's face it: in '76, I was three. Yeah, you I know, was so two so we, I had no idea what was going on there. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like flashes and memories. Right, it's like right. a bike riding and like those baseball shirts. That, oh yeah, the yeah. white shirt with oh, like yeah. the red sleeves. Right. And, yeah. And like baseball. And, mm-hmm. But honestly, I feel more. I feel like I fit better in with yeah. that time period than I do most anywhere else. Yeah. Now, kind of, I'm I'm good being modern. So <laughs> <laughs> always have been. Um, it's. I'm trying to think. Well, like I was saying, you know, Days Confused yeah. and, and and Almost Famous have they have a lot in common. Again, kind of the same era of music yeah. and that type of stuff. Um, but they also both of them deal with a younger protagonist. You know, with Mitch and then yeah. with uh, with William in in Days in um, Almost Famous of finding these. Um, of being kind of a thrust in with these older people that he looks up to yeah, and them taking him, taking that character under their wing and kind of like, Hey, let me show you the ropes, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and through trials and tribulation, it's still kind of one of those things where you're like, no, it's okay because you know, I've got these older friends now, or I got these, these, this kind of, these, uh, kind of mentors in a way, you know, type stuff. Even if they're like beating on you. Yeah. You know, well, it's, again, the whole thing, the whole thing with, with pink though, you know, he's like, you know, he doesn't, it's one of those things where they, you know, he gets the, the paddle and he like barely taps him. Yeah. You know, he's like, eh, what, no, I'm good, you know, type stuff. Major wind up. Yeah. And then just barely, barely taps him, you know, and he's like, look, and that, again, that's the whole, hey, I had some seniors that, you know, they got me good, but then they took me out and got me drunk. He walked up just as O'Banion was going to beat him again. Oh, I know. I know. And honestly, if you think about it, 
oh, what was the guy's what was the guy's name that actually saved him? He was like, "Hey, Pink, want your oh, turn?" Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it, it wasn't even it wasn't even Floyd that saves him. It yeah, was it was the, Don. Yeah, it yeah. was Don that, that saves yeah, him. Yeah, that, that grabs him because he because he does. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go back for a second because Banyan's an asshole." Yeah, and, you know, and he does stop him. You know, and, it's like, wait a minute, no, Floyd hadn't had his turn. Right, right, here, right, right, right. Take right. a turn, and O'Banion's like, "Ah, I'll get some later." Right, right, you know, and so. But when they go out, um, when they go out cruising and they're smoking, you know, smoking up and everything, he's in the, whose car is he? Is he in Pink's car? Or you is he the, in? The first time? Yeah. And there's the, 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 the no. bowling balls in the back seat. No, that's with, um. Is that Wooderson? That's Wooderson. That okay. Yeah. And you ask him like, what's the bowling ball doing in the back seat? No, he's like, whose, whose bowling ball is this? Yeah. He's like, it's yours, man. Yeah. And he throws it out the back <laughs> of the window and goes through the back windshield of a car. And they all like. And then they start laughing and take off. You know, it's like that. that there's that moment of, what did that really just happen? What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> it's kind of like, oh crap! I know. Did anybody see that? <laughs> Let's Freshman, get out of here. You're crazy. I know. It's it's just kind of oh. uh, that. Uh, and that reminds me, not to that degree, but of of <laughs> of being being a freshman yeah. and having some of some making friends with a couple of older guys, you know, in, in high school and doing a few things like that where they're like, Oh, we're, we're going to keep an eye on you. Aren't we? You know, because some of it was, I was just trying to fit in, you know, and it, again, it goes back to our yeah. attempts at being cool. Like, okay, fine. I'll be the crazy one. You know, uh, I'll say and do pretty much anything, you know, type stuff. Well, um, I wound up in a class like, See, you got to have that experience yeah. because I moved around so much. And I, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that like the way that the way that our course load worked uh, at my school was like we took physical science our freshman year and the biology our second our our, our uh, either our either our sophomore or junior year you know type stuff. Physical science was kind of the the freshman. This you're going to take this as a freshman. Yeah. Well. I got flip-flopped on that because the class was full and, and S being at, towards the end of the alphabet, you know, was kind of one of the things. So I wound up in a class full of sophomores and juniors that, uh, you know, and being one of only two freshmen in there. <laughs> and so it was one of those things where, and chemistry was usually like chemistry was usually your junior, either your yeah. you know, junior, but um, but it was one of those things that like, so I wound up, so I like legit was like the youngest person in the class, you know, and I got picked on some, but I had, a, I, I met a couple of people that I became friends with, you know, that were, that were upperclassmen, you know, type thing. And so yeah. it was, it was kind of that I would sit with them at school, you know, type stuff, you know, like it, yeah. it, it, at lunch and, and everything, we became friends. And so that gave me a little bit, John, one of the guys, John was a, was a baseball player, you know? And so it was kind of one of those, like, now nah, leave him alone. He's okay. You know, type stuff. So there yeah. was, there was a little bit of that. Of, I, I get it. But there also was a little bit of that. I'm the <clears throat> youngest one hanging out here. And if I don't do something to take the, to eventually everybody's going to turn on me because, Oh, we got the young one here. We're going to, Oh, the freshman's here. It's time to pick on him. And so yeah. I would wind up doing something crazy and people were like, okay, we're not bothering him. So it's <laughs> See, it was a little bit flip for me because we'd moved around, you know, some, some things credits wouldn't transfer from state right. to state. So my senior year, I'm getting ready to graduate and my guidance counselor calls me into her office and goes, uh, you're not gonna be able to graduate. And I'm like, 
why? Mm-hmm. Well, one of these credits didn't transfer, and you're going to have to have a you've got to have physical science in order to graduate. I was like, and you're telling me this because like May or something? Yeah, April. Yeah. Well, the last year of high school, right, right. And so I ended up having to drop one of my electives mm-hmm. to take physical science, right, which was right. a freshman class. Right. But on top of it, I had um, senior dismissal, which means oh, well, I, did, I didn't yeah. have a class, you know, because and I was working a half second shift, half third shift job, mm-hmm. you know. So I was ex- and didn't know it at the time, but had you know I've got sleep apnea mm-hmm. and was more than likely dealing with it back then even. Oh yeah, yeah. And on top of you know my constant insomnia, so mm-hmm. I was if I sat still for any amount of time, especially in the early afternoon, fall asleep. I would fall asleep. Yeah, man. Well. I kept falling asleep in Coach Hendricks' class. Mm-hmm. And finally, he after class, he's like, I need to talk to you. And he's like, you can't fall asleep in my class. I go, here's the situation. i got to have this graduate. I can do this class and not even be here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, couldn't you have taken summer school or something? I mean, or, or like night I did, school? I didn't want to have yeah. to deal with it. I, was, I didn't want to have to deal with right, it. I was right. like, I've got senior dismissal. I'm working a half second shift, half third shift job. He was like, sit in the back row. And as long as you get an A on every homework assignment, I won't bother you. So I basically slept through, through his class. <laughs> but, you know, it's a bunch of freshmen right, and sophomores. Right. And a couple of the folks that I ended up being friends with were a couple of sophomores. And one was very much like the young Republican, very math-oriented, you know, geek type thing. Mm-hmm. But he was cool. Mm-hmm. And the other one was a sophomore football player. And we used to go out and we'd hop in his Jeep. He had a, he had like a 85 Wrangler or something. Right, right. It, with, it'd be me and him and his girlfriend, and we'd be out just causing havoc. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of the older dude, yeah, you know, hanging yeah. out with some of the younger ones. It was that, that, um, that biology class, I'll never forget. I have not told this story. Oh boy! In a long time. And no, this is not me doing something. This is me getting caught in the middle of something. Um, <laughs> we were maybe two weeks into the class, yeah. and we we're going to do a. Uh, there was some kind of lab that we were going to work on, so we're all kind of hanging around. Yeah. My friend Tish was in that class with me. Same. We were the only two freshmen in the class, and Tish was a cheerleader. And um, I don't know if she's going to listen. Tisha and I have Tisha and I have this relationship. We've always had this relationship. We've been friends for a long time. We got really close, like in our during our junior and senior years of high school. Like we really kind of like started hanging out in the same crowds and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And we've been friends for thirty odd years, you know. Yeah. Um, Tisha was one of the girls that developed early, you know. And and it was <laughs> sorry, Tisha. No, I didn't here's the do thing. This. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> here's the thing. I had I had <laughs> dinner with her. You're a dead man. You no, no, no. realize this, right? No, she. No, I'm telling you. If she if she listens to this, she'll laugh because we had dinner like uh, a couple years ago. I guess it was. Okay. You know, and we're just sitting around talking and we're BSing. You know, and and just you know just reminiscing about you know we we're talking about what was going on now, but also reminiscing whatever. And she goes. <laughs> And this is just our relationship. She goes, you know, and she was talking about, we were talking about like um, girls now, like, you know, developing earlier and all that kind of, you know, whatever, look like they're older at much younger ages, you know, and everything. And she's like, you know, I started, she goes, I just started developing, I started developing breasts when I was in sixth grade. I was like, Tish, we all know you started developing breasts when you were in sixth grade. Oh, no. (laughs) 
And, and it, was, it was, of course, we were laughing about it or whatever. But anyway, so Tisha, like I said, she was, you know how you always have, like, every class has those girls that everybody was, like, kind of, uh, they're kind of, I wouldn't necessarily say they're the popular class, but they're the hot girls. Okay. Tisha was one of them. Okay. There okay. was, there were three girls in our class in particular, all cheerleaders that were kind of like the, the big three, you know, whatever. She was one of them. We were friends. That's all it was, you know. What happened is, I can't remember the guy's Jason something, or I can't remember his last name now. We're sitting there, and I'm minding my own business. I mean, completely minding my own business. And he comes over, he's like, hey, man, come here. And he, like, kind of, like, grabs my shoulder, you know. He's like, come here, stand right here. And I don't know exactly what he did, but he basically put me right behind Tish and then reached around me and grabbed her. I don't know where he grabbed her or whatever. So she turns around with this look on her face and just sees me standing there. And thinks that it was me. And slap me. You know, like, like, well, you know, whatever. Of course, the older guys are behind me, la- like, dying laughing, you know. And it was one of those things I was like, I, you know, I, it wasn't, you know, me, whatever. And, and she knew that it wasn't me because they were laughing, you know, or whatever. But it was one of those things that my friend John and then my friend uh, Brandon, that I, like, the, the two guys that I really got in, got in with most yeah. of that class, them and then Jason and then a few other ones, they started calling me stud because of it. <laughs> and it was just one of those things that like, as a freshman, I probably should have enjoyed that a lot more than I did, but I didn't like it because it made me out. It put me in a bad light, yeah. you know, of, of, of that type of stuff. And it was sarcastic. And it was sarcastic. It wasn't a, you know, it really wasn't anything. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of one. And him, and then there was, a, and then there was another dude, Ernie, that was in there that was a year older than me that we got to be friends and stay friends like all the way until he graduated, even after, you know. So it was one of those things that that class was a lot of fun. And it reminds me a lot of this. I know we're really like talking about high school at this point, <laughs> especially our freshman year. Uh, but it's one of those things that or I senior think, year or senior year. My senior year, dude, okay, my senior year of high school, I gave exactly zero Fs whatsoever, okay? Why does this not surprise me? I mean, zero, okay? I've got another funny story, senior year, okay? So, I wound up failing the last, the second semester of chemistry my junior year. Okay, my yeah. first semester, I carried a B, a B plus average yeah. in there. I mean, I did really well. Second semester didn't go so well. I look back on it now, and even at the time, I couldn't give you a whole lot of explanation why. I know that I developed headaches that stuck with me like all semester long. I think that probably the reason why is because I had stopped eating for the most part. Uh, that's when I lost a bunch of weight. Like I... I, I got tired of, and it's funny because I weighed less then than I do now, but it was one of those things that, you know, I was like five, six and weighed like 210 pounds, you know, or something yeah. like that, you know, and it was one of those things that I saw myself going on to being much bigger if I didn't get, you know, and Is I that just, a fat I, joke? Are you, are you making no, fun I'm of me? No, I'm just saying, again? no, I'm saying, this was for me, this at, at 16 years old, I, I decided, I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you I crap. decided I've had enough of this. And we had uh, we were going to a new church, and they had a gym. They had a gym, and so they were playing basketball like two or three nights a week. And so I yeah. started playing basketball, and I stopped eating breakfast and lunch. I would eat dinner, but I wouldn't like eat a lot, you know. I would yeah. eat, you know, whatever. But I think that had a lot to do with my headaches of yeah. of all that stuff. And I had chemistry class first thing in the morning, and I just I wasn't sleeping well. I wasn't, you know, my nutrition was terrible, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. And I did. I dropped like. 
45 pounds in about five or six months, you know, type thing. And it was one of those things. And even I, like, I didn't realize how much weight I was losing for the longest time, you know? Anyway, I said all that. I wound up, I think that had a lot to do with it is the fact that I, I failed that semester. I, all of my, my grades fell off, but especially that one, because it was first thing in the morning, it's terrible headaches. I just couldn't, you know, couldn't get into it. Plus the fact the teacher hated me. To this day, I cannot tell you why the teacher hated me. Okay. Again, Tish and I were both in that same class. Yeah. She failed also. So our senior year, we both had to take the second semester of chemistry over again. Oh, no. As, with same, as seniors. With the same teacher? Same teacher. She's the only, only teacher that we had. Okay. Oh. And the thing is, is I was like, eventually, initially I was like, I'm just going to take, take it during summer school. Yeah. You know, but it wasn't offered. That sucks. Yeah. So I wound up having to take, I took some stupid typing class for, you know, to get the, basically to get a, an elective credit. Yeah. And then, and it was one of those things that when I came back from my senior year, it was, I, I had pretty much taken all my really hard stuff the first three, first three years. So I could kind of, Slide, yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of, kind of skate. A yeah, little you bit. know, I'm, I'm, I was still going to have you know some classes that I did, some legit you know English classes and stuff like yeah. that. That was going to take, but I, I mean, I was I was going to be done with you know with with science and math and the required math, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So it was like, all right, fine. I'm, I I've got out of all the the stuff that I didn't that I don't want didn't want to take anyway. You know, well, I knew I had this thing looming. Well, like I said, the teacher hated me. A friend of mine. Went back in when we took our. I knew I knew what I had to have on the final exam in order to pass for the semester. I wound up failing the semester by point four tenths of a point. She did that on purpose. Oh, it gets it gets better. Okay, I actually went in four tenths. I I I take that back. I failed by two tenths of a point because I got a sixty nine point three. If it had gotten to the sixty nine point five. Yeah, she would have rounded it up, or in theory, they would have rounded it up to seventy, and I, that would have been the lowest D I could have gotten and yeah. passed. My a friend of mine went in because he was worried because he was not doing good in that class, had not done good well in that class the entire semester, you know, the entire year. He went back in and talked to her whenever you know it was all done, and she wound up giving him three points, not tenths of a point, three points on that final in order for him to pass. And he came back out and he's like, Oh man, she gave me the points. I'm so happy. I'm like, Oh, let's go. Maybe you talk to her. He goes, no dude, she told me she's not giving you anything. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, Hmm. And I told my dad, you know, going into my senior year, my dad went in and talked to the principal about it. He told my dad, I wish you had told us this last summer, last at the end of the semester, because we would have taken care of it then. Yeah. Okay. He didn't let me know this until much later, but I pretty much knew. He went in and talked to Dr. Cheney and Dr. Ch- or not Dr. Cheney, uh, Dr. Keys. Dr. Keys told him he ain't going to fail this time. I mean, just basically, you yeah. know, he, he's not going to fail this time. <clears throat> By the time I hit that second semester, I gave even fewer F's than I did going into that year yeah. whatsoever and I kind of knew I had a skate 
I mean, it was one of those things. And Tish and I wound up in that class together again, uh, just for the second semester. She was relentless on pointing out to everyone in the class that this was our second time around. Yeah. I mean, it was a, well, you know, last year we did this, blah, blah, blah. Isn't that right, Alan and Tisha? I mean, happened all the time. Yeah. She tried to tank one of my, uh, um, this is the only time I've ever had this problem with a teacher. And I still, to this day, almost 30 years later, I cannot tell you why this all happened. Because like I said, I was doing really well that first semester. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. <clears throat> um, and, and I mean, it literally, it was one of those things that I noticed it about halfway through the second semester. I was like, man, why is she being such a pain to me? You know, I mean, just, I don't understand. And I just didn't care, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was a situation where, I mean, she just, she tried to tank one of my projects. You know, I mean, like, literally, like, in front of everybody. Like, she's sitting there looking at everybody. like, oh, man, that was really good. And she started going through, like, well, you know. And she's saying this in front of the in class, not just, like, to me. Yeah. She's like, well, you know, you didn't do this. Well, you didn't do – I mean, just one of those things where, like, I, I specifically said there were these things you needed to do when you didn't do this. She's ripping you apart oh, in front yeah, of the in class. Oh, yeah, in front of everybody. Yeah. And I remember just kind of looking – and everybody else is kind of looking at me going, what the hell? I, I know, you know. Um, so, yeah, anyways, I'm, I wound up passing that. But what happened – and I said all that to let you know this, but there's a story coming with this. Okay? I think I've already heard the story. Okay. I think we've already heard a bit of it in a previous podcast. You may have. Uh, oh, no. There's that. You're talking about the later running into her? Yeah. No, no, no. There's that, but no. Yeah, that's the same teacher. Yeah. But no, that's, that's not the story I'm getting to. So what happened is because... That class where it fell, where we were, I was going to be in it in the second semester. Yeah, we had. I went to a private Christian school, so we had to have one year of Old Testament and one year of New Testament. That was part of the yeah. you know somewhere in there. There's a lot of, of private Christian schools. It was that private. Do that. So I had taken Old Testament when I was a freshman, and I was taking New Testament as a senior. Again, fine. I could skate through this. You yeah. know. Matter of fact, the only exam I ever aced was in that class. <laughs> it was in New Testament class, and I told the teacher. I told the, uh, I told him the, the he was a coach. I told him I went Coach Johnson. I was like, I aced this thing, and he's like, Ah, we'll see about that. Sure enough, I did. You know, it was like, um, but it was, um, because of the way they feel. I had started off in one class. Yeah. In, in in New Testament, and the way that I think it was like, I can't remember where it fell exactly, like in the day, you know. But in order for me to get into chemistry the second semester, I had to switch that class, like from one class, like from one time for that uh, of that New Testament class to another yeah. time. So <clears throat> it was one of those things, like okay, I started off with this one time, I went wound up in another one, you know. Yeah. So. We're in the, the home stretch of the senior year. April, I guess, you know, somewhere in March or April, something like that. Yeah. And probably the same thing happened at your school where the, the Red Cross would come and they have a blood drive. Yeah. You know, I had done it my junior year, you know, so senior year. And, of course, everybody's like, yeah, I'll go get blood because it gets you out of class. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. So, again... My senior year of high school, I gave zero Fs whatsoever. I, I was on campus every day. Whether or not I was actually in class or in the <laughs> class I was supposed to be in was a whole different thing. Okay? Yeah. A whole different thing. 
so my friends, um, I had friends that were in that first, the, the first semester of New Testament class. You know that that I wish I wish to God I could remember the the actual time frame, like sure. you know what what period it was here and there and that kind of stuff. So I had friends in there, um, and that's where I'd started off. I'd switched over, so we're a few months down the line, and um, I had gone and given blood and that kind of stuff. I was supposed to be in chemistry class, but I was like, "Fuck, I'm not going to go because I hate this woman to begin with." And oh, I went and gave blood today, so I'm technically still out. You know, at the at the uh, the, the blood, blood mobile, drive. the blood mobile, you know, and so I'm like, screw it. So I went to my old class, the New Testament, <laughs> and my David, uh, David, not not Pastor Dave, but the, the other Dave, you know, from that used to. There's play a in, third Dave, you know, Dave. Um, played in, he played with Tony and me. Um, oh, okay, you know, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, in, in that band and uh, him and my friend Scott and they're like sitting on the opposite side of the room I'm sitting next I, I, I grabbed a seat next to my friend Tracy okay so she's sitting next to him and they're over there like what's Alan doing in this room and you're just like doing all this stuff you know and everything so <laughs> we're kind of going along or whatever Tracy raised her hand she got up and went outside like I said, this was Coach Johnson's class he was one of the football coaches and it was fairly traditional for him like to look, you know, like to kind of at some point during the class look over and and see. It's usually one of the other coaches are out there, and he would like I'll be back in a minute, and go out in the hallway and talk. You know, because so he's yeah. sitting there and he's like, he's like blah blah blah. He looks <laughs> over, and I he he's like I'll be back in a minute. He goes outside, so we're all sitting there and everything, and everything's kind of like blah 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 blah. After a couple of minutes, he opens the door. He's like, um, is Alan Smith in here? <laughs> oh, man, I am so busted. This is, oh, here we go. And, of course, you know, Dave and Scott are, like, laughing, you know, just laughing. I'm actually, you know what, Pastor Dave was in that class, too. And they're all laughing, you know. And um, so I get up, and I walk outside, and I'm like, all right, I guess I'm – I guess the, I, I, I'm expecting to run into the principal or the vice principal either yeah. one when I get out there. I walk outside and Tracy's laying in the floor, just like what's going on. She had given blood and she got lightheaded, and so she had asked for me to take her to the the nurse, yeah. you know, whatever. So I'm just like, oh my god! <laughs> I thought for sure. I thought for sure I was done. I mean, I was like, all right, I guess I'm getting detention. I got detention my senior year of high school. Several times. I had never had detention a single time throughout it. <laughs> but I several times that year. And usually it was, why weren't you in class? What, or, yeah. you know, or I showed up late for class or something. I mean, it was always, I mean, it was, all, it was usually had something to do with either being absent or showing up late or. I did get busted being in the wrong class yeah. one time. and But it was just one of those things where I was like, I was skating. I mean, I was skating yeah. that year. And I just, I did not care. I was just trying to get to May. That's all it was. Oh, <laughs> my sophomore year in Illinois, uh, I had found out before the end of school year that we were packing up and moving during yeah. the summer again. You know, new version of witness protection. Yeah. And, of course, being in band, like I was everywhere I went, mm -hmm. you ended up, if you were in high school band, you had friends that were, you know, all ages, you know, sophomores, juniors, mm -hmm. seniors, and all that. Well, the school in Illinois had a sanctioned senior skip day. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We had one, too. Yeah. So as a sophomore, I hopped in a car with a couple of my friends that mm-hmm. were seniors, and I went to senior skip day. Mm-hmm. And I'm over there at the picnic and doing all the stuff with the seniors and hanging out and having a good time. And the principal – actually, it wasn't a principal. It was the – we had a science teacher that was one of the coaches. I think baseball, maybe? But he was also um, – he was an ex, he was former Marine. Okay. And was still part of the National Guard unit there mm-hmm. um, that had – we had not really butted heads, but we were – we respected each other. Yeah. If you know what I mean. I, I know. I know. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He, I would get in trouble, um, but usually later on he would laugh about it, you know, right. whatever. And he sees me at Senior Skip Day, and he walks over just taps me on the shoulder and is like – what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, you know yeah. how I told you at one point that my parents just pack up and move us during the summer and mm-hmm. we never see anybody anymore? He's like, yeah. I go, yeah, I found it's out. happening again. <laughs> I found out a couple of weeks ago yeah. that my parents are packing up and they're moving us to Tennessee. Yeah. He's like, I'll allow it. Yeah. And just walked <laughs> off. <laughs> That's good. You know, it's, you, you, and I, I remembered when you said senior skip day when we had hours yeah uh, we pretty much all went to um the park up here cedar hill park up here yeah uh there was some other high school that was there also oh. and well nothing happened between us but come to find out like there was a shooting in the park that day <laughs> <laughs> we found out later it was like oh wow uh no we didn't hear anything i don't know what you're talking about you know well that, uh, <laughs> that park is kind of that an park interesting has park always been sketchy because I mean, it's got it, some real kind of weird nook and crannies it in does it. and and it's been it's had some it's had some sketchy it's had a sketchy past. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Even at that time, it was kind of sketchy, you know. It's and still sketchy yeah, today. It's they got really nice softball fields though. They got really great, great softball, softball fields. fields. But the you prim- might, but you might, your car might get broken into while you know you're you playing. Might, you, you might know. have your car stolen. Yeah, I mean um, any number of things. So. You might accidentally pull into a picnic area where yeah <laughs> you shouldn't have pulled yeah, into. There's that as well. I mean there there's all kinds of stuff. And what's funny is um, we both and it's have, a nice park. We both I have mean, a friend that um, got married in one of the picnic areas there at one point, Sarah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, but yeah, it's a sketchy park, but yeah, yeah. And now that we've we've not even talked about Days and Confused for like half an hour, <laughs> um, <laughs> it went from Days and Confused to high school days. Well, but you know, it's, it is it's such a it, it is and 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 it does it reminds me a lot. I mean, even yeah. even though it was close to twenty years difference between when that happened a and when I was, a lot of it you know, is exactly the same. It really is, and that's they they really some things don't change. They don't. It, it doesn't matter how old you know. It doesn't matter what year it is. It's kind of the same, yeah. you know. And uh, I I highly, if you haven't seen Dazed and Confused, watch it. It's aged. It's aged. We'll just say it that way. Because there are some things, some things, and it's like, oh, okay, you know. It, it's funny to go back and watch movies sometimes, and it's like, oh, that's very of its time. Even this being set in the seventies, it's very nineties. Yeah, you, it's it's there, you know. Especially you start looking at, oh, look how young that person was, or you know, yeah. you know that kind of junk. But it definitely worth a look, and it, and it's one I of those things. It set it set Richard Linklater up to yeah. do other stuff. I forget what it was, but there was there was I can't remember what it was now, but there was um the guy. It, it was it was the three in the car, the redhead and the Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it was Adam Goldberg. Adam and, Goldberg. Uh, he and, used some very nineties colloquial yeah, phrasing yeah, at it one really point. Was. And it's, it stuck out like a yeah, sore thumb. I know, and I can't even remember what it was yeah. now. 
But I mean, that was the only thing that really kind of yeah, yeah. But it's it's a it's a it's a it's a very good movie. And again, it's a very young Matthew McConaughey. I mean, this was yeah. this was. It's funny that this was his first his <clears throat> first film role, and yeah. it is an iconic character. Yeah, that that led to so much more down the line. Yeah, and. Um, and him and Richard Linklater have been friends ever since. Oh yeah, like they they make movies, they still you know do stuff together and in the hangout and you know and that they're both of them from Texas, you know and that yeah. kind of stuff. So uh, it's kind of that whole thing. We always talk about Texas, you know, and it's one of those things. It's like yeah, if you're from Texas, and other Texans will just accept you no matter what. <laughs> That's a different country. Down it really there. is. It Texas really is its is. own thing. And I've often said that if you know if, if if the United States dissolved, Texas would definitely become its own country. It would just be like no, no, we're you know the Republic. Yeah. Texas is going to endure. You know, that's <laughs> and what's funny is I've got a lot of friends that are from Texas yeah. and living in Texas, but I've been to Houston twice now. Yeah. I didn't like it either time. Uh, I like it. the most that I've ever seen of, of Texas is the Dallas Fort Worth. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I would like to go there. So I'd love to go to Dallas and a couple places. Just kind of, I'd really love to go to Austin. I'd like to go to Austin yeah. and check that out. My wife has uh, family uh, South Padre. The islands, the islands. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to go down there and hang out. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be kind of. And it's, it's funny to think of Texas as having beaches, but it does. Yeah. you know there is the whole you know right there in South Padre yeah. and all that. Uh, It'd be cool to go to Brownsville at one point just yeah. to kind of check it out. The Santa, I'd like to see the Alamo. Yeah, you know that's. Uh, and it's funny because Texas is so, again we're not even talking about Daisy and Peace, but it's <laughs> such a big state. You know, it's the second largest state, Alaska yeah. being the first, <laughs> and. I knowing people who who were from who are from there or, or who lived there either yeah. way, they talk about like how one side of Texas and the other are two completely different countries. It's literally, I mean, it's just, own it's like they talk country. about you get it, you get into the Panhandle, yeah. you know, out there, it's like that's a whole different place yeah. than it is, you know, back and over, then you and, get over into hill country, right? And so, uh, and they got them big foot big foots down there, <laughs> the Sasquatches, the Sasquatches. <laughs> That's actually they're, they're uh, again. We're going off on all kinds of stuff here. <laughs> this is just going to be a ramble. So we're going to start off with Daisy and Confused. We're going to wind up in space before it's over. All right, we're going to uh, do tangent. <laughs> well, again, you know, Houston. Hey, you know, we get yeah. the space program. Uh, but um, um, they're really they're they're <laughs> with with the whole Sasquatch stuff. There really is like a lot of sightings in Texas and Oklahoma yeah. uh, in that that area. And you mo- you mainly think of of you know the Pacific Northwest, you know, or Canada yeah. or something like that. But the Texas Oklahoma area is is a very uh, active if place. You, if you believe in it, if you believe in that type of stuff, yeah. I mean, I'm, well, I'm, honestly, there's you've got an active place over here in the Appalachians. With, that's true. With that's the true. skunk ape, yeah. Well, the skunk apes in Florida. No, actually, they've they've had reported sightings in uh, Kentucky and Virginia. I know, I know they've they've had what they call Bigfoot or, or Sasquatch sightings, you know, of that. But the skunk ape is predominantly Florida, um, and they talk about it <laughs> again. I can't believe we're getting all this. Yes, this is one of those things I know a lot about because I, whether or not I believe in Sasquatch is still up in the air. But I find it fascinating oh, the, I all do the lore too. and everything yeah. that goes along with it. Um, the one that I love, and it's kind of Texas, at least Texas adjacent, is the uh, le- is the um, the Falcon Monster, which is the Legend of Boggy Creek. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't seen the Legend of Boggy Creek, 
I highly suggest checking that out because <laughs> it is it is a it is a work of fiction that was set up like a documentary. Yeah. In all of its seventies glory. And it's really kind of unsettling to watch the way that they filmed it and and everything. It was and kind of Blair Witch before Blair Witch. A little Witch. bit. Yeah. Um but it um yeah, uh, but that again goes I find back to all the, of those cryptoid yeah, stuff. Yeah, you got fascinating. The, you got the Momo in Missouri, and you have uh, you got Mothman. Yeah, you got, got Mothman in the West Jersey Virginia. Devil. The Jersey Devil. You've got the you know the the, the what is it? Oh, the, you've got uh, Go- Goatman's Bridge up right. in Louisville. You've got the the uh, the Grassman in Ohio. Yeah. You've got. Um, uh, what's the other one? The uh, the the Beast of Bray Road. Wow, we've really um, got Joe Rogan on. This. I mean, it's, <laughs> again, it's one of those. I love I love all that stuff. And I, like I said, I, I, if Sasquatch exists, yeah, okay. And I'm saying if 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 Sasquatch exists, I think it's just a primate that we don't know about yet. Kind of like the mountain gorillas were for so long. The thing is, is that that is one of those things that the mountain gorillas. People forget it was only in the early 1900s that we ever actually had visual. Like the a lot of the people that lived in that area, like the natives, would talk about them, but 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 the Europeans that went in didn't believe they actually existed. They thought it was a myth of some sort yeah. until they found they actually saw them because they stayed so far up the mountain that, yeah. and they didn't want to be they didn't want to be found. So I'm kind of like, all right, I could see that if if they exist. Yeah. You get into some of the other stuff like Chupacabra and Chupacabra, you know, uh, and I'm like, no, no, I'm, I, I'm not I, Jersey I, Devil. I enjoy and, stories about, uh, say, Wendigo. Yeah, Wendigo's. well, Wendigo is a whole different thing, though. Yeah, Wendigo is more of a virus than it is an actual beast because it makes you crave human flesh. Yeah, that's the whole thing with the Wendigo. Well, it's basically somebody who has been out who. It like went crazy with the they, they were they were possessed by the spirit of Wendigo is yeah. what happens and being possessed by that means that you crave human flesh yeah. and so therefore it you become you become feral and you know it's not necessarily a beast so much as it, it's a spirit it, it depends know, on what a, stories you get into yeah, sometimes so. there's some transformation there yeah that's a I think you've been reading Alpha Flight a little too much no because <laughs> no? the Wendigo is actually care you know, like is like you know one of their adversaries and stuff well and I'm I, I mean, this it is depends, a, you know. It dep- I, I, I forget what tribes it is, but there's some Indian tribes that talk oh, yeah. about the Wendigo. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. That's I, I, I enjoy, um, I forget what tribe it is again, but the coyote stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, those, those I are, like those. That's those are the, the, really cool. Was it Skinwalkers and well, stuff? Well, that's, that's yeah. different. Well, the that's, Skinwalkers that's are different. Okay, people talk about Skinwalker Ranch, you know, and all that kind of stuff. That is a whole completely... When the, the natives talked about the Skinwalkers, they were talking about people who would transform, yeah. basically. But they were spirits yeah. more than it. They weren't like really like you or I. It was kind of one of those... Or even being possessed by a spirit. It was like, no, they were these spirits that could transform. They could be multiple different forms. They could look yeah. human. They could look like wolves. They could look like whatever, you yeah. know, type stuff. Well, you're you're talking about something completely different yeah. from, than from the coyote stories. So well, I know the coyote are, is the was it the brother was it brother coyote that yeah. they talked about and yeah. yeah. Uh and I really do like a lot of those native store, you know, some of that stuff yeah. of uh of you kind of like anything else, you can kind of kind of draw the parallels between 
all the religions of, okay, well, this fits in here and this fits in here and this, you know, a lot of that stuff. You know, you talk about grandfather and, you know, all that stuff. And it's kind of God, you know, and, and the spirits of nature. And, you know, of course, then you get into the Celtic stuff. And it all kind of feeds in eventually. So at least in my, in my book, it does. Okay. <laughs> okay. I guess that's where I'm kind of Unitarian when it comes to <laughs> all this stuff. <laughs> And uh, we have really gone off the rails with this, the Dazed and Confused. And this train of thought has derailed so bad, we've taken another train out with us. That's all right. Sometimes it's, it's fun to just turn the microphones on and go. You know, it's like we're going to start here and see where we wind up. So, yeah. So, anyways, guys, uh, if you want to tell us about Dazed and Confused or your thoughts on uh, Sasquatch or Grandfather or the whatever, you know, uh, the Wendigo, and. Um, <laughs> Uh, please email us at. Um, wow, we went from seventies feel good movie know, to, to, to wound up in you know Canadian lore. Um, it, it, it neither one of us are Canadian. Um, so, oh, so you say? Eh? Eh, yeah, it's a boot time. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, you can contact us through our email. That is uh, projectgenxpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, projectgenxpod. You can follow us on Twitter at that same handle. You can also get us on Parlay. You can get us on Facebook, Facebook uh, Project Gen X Podcast. I'm surprised you and, haven't gotten um, us back on uh, MySpace at this point. <laughs> does, MySpace, does MySpace even... I have no idea. I think they are still around. They're predominantly music, though, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't looked at MySpace in years. Poor well, Tom. you know, it, uh, it relaunched several years ago, yeah. and Justin Timberlake had something to do with it, and they were trying to really push it as a music site, yeah. you know, kind of... Because that was the thing a lot of bands used had MySpace pages back in the day, and it was really cool, but now that there's everything else, I have a Reverb Nation page, you know, it's the same thing, initially, yeah. essentially. Um, but the, uh, yeah, anyways, um, uh, my space aside, you can pretty much get us on any social media that we're, that we are on yep. through the project Gen X pod. You can find us on pretty much any podcaster. Yes. Yes. That you um, can look up except for Spotify. Spotify is about the only one we are trying to get on iHeartRadio. I don't know how that's going to work or not. Um, yes, no, maybe we, we've submitted anyway. So we're on tuned in. We are on tuned in. We're on, we're on Google play. We're on Google podcast. We're on Apple podcast. We're on, um, sketcher pop. We're on, um, um, Stitcher, sorry, Stitcher. Stitcher. We're on um, Podcast Addict. We're, I mean, literally anything. Well, Overcast, uh, SoundCloud. We are not because I have to create a whole account for that. Oh. Uh, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. We'll be there. We will be there. Alan has taken over the business yeah. side of the so, podcast. So um, we're also working on you know some other stuff, um, stickers and new logos, and maybe maybe we'll get into some T-shirts or something at some point. I don't know. Uh, hopefully, I, once this covid thing finally gives us a little more leeway to get out and about we can start doing some meetups or uh we've talked about maybe taking in some conventions you know trying to set up a, a table yeah. and get out and meet new people and meet the people who are listening to us yeah um so yeah we'll let you know um of course it, it, knowing our luck it'll be you know, me sitting at <laughs> yeah, a table for 11 or something yeah, yeah and and maybe wandering around Talking to everybody, <laughs> handing out stickers, <laughs> exactly. I Stealing pot, you plants. know, you know, you can't keep me in one spot for very long. So it's, it's, it's amazing whenever I sit here for an hour without getting up and wandering off. Well, so. that, that's what the leg chains are for. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, as I said before, um, if you follow us, please follow us on Instagram, especially because I will be, we will be using that 
picture, you know, putting pictures up about. I'll put pictures up if I can get the I, password. Both of us will. It's fine. Uh, but it's one, we'll put up pictures of, you know, stuff related to the to the shows or maybe like hints at what future shows are going to be. Or just and random stuff. It just random whatever we, we decide. It kind of goes in with what we're doing. So, so anyways, guys, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, watch Days of Confused. I know we got off on a big tangent here, but the movie's really good. If you haven't seen it, check it out because it, it really it really is a good movie. Yeah. So. Watch it on a good home theater system too. Yeah, because the, the soundtrack, if nothing else, the, they, well they did it. something to the music to make it feel like it's, you're basically in the car. With yeah, them. it really does. It doesn't feel like most, like usually music in movies feels laid on top. They, it really, and this one feels like it's part of, the it, movie, it feels like so, they actually right. sewed it in. And it also, you know, for the being a seventies, they don't hit you over the head with, this is the seventies. This is the seventies. It's like, no, this is just in the seventies. Yeah. You know, it's a, and that's one of my biggest gripes I have with movies that are, that are period pieces where they like kind of hit you over the head of like, this is 1984 or whatever, you know? And it's like, guys, I don't need that. I just, Oh, they're you know? playing Cruel Summer. It yeah, must be a movie in exactly, the 80s. Exactly, you know, you know, or 99 Luft Balloons or, or whatever, yeah. you know, I ran or whatever it is that, you know, it just... I uh, wish we knew how far that guy ran. He ran so far away. That's where he That's how far he ran. Yeah. He ran so far away. He couldn't so. get away. <laughs> that's right. Could not get away. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. I'm Big Dave. <laughs> I'm Alan. See ya. Later. <laughs>